welcome to talc teaching and learning consultation skills this is the talc talks podcast helping everyone who sees patients to improve their consultation skills to get better outcomes and this approach can even increase your job satisfaction I am Avril Dunshack, GP and primary care medical educator from Manchester, and I'm talking today about part of the module called TALC Skills for Effective Planning Care. And I'm going to focus today on the chapter which is called Do Non Clinical Problems Take Up Your Clinic Time? Many patients bring life problems to consultations, all kind of mixed up with their illnesses and their symptoms. Understanding the physical, psychological and social dimensions to anybody's problem helps us to take a holistic understanding approach. Yet clinicians may often feel that they can do little to help the so-called non-medical aspects of the patient's experience. Clinicians do sometimes attempt to do this and they may end up feeling overburdened and those who don't attempt to deal with the non-medical aspects can feel frustrated by the lack of progress in their patients' lives. Sometimes consultations when clinicians are trying to help turn into very long conversations and yet little is actually achieved. Clinicians often feel that they'd like to have a service to refer patients to in this situation and some of the newer social prescribing and care navigation services can be helpful for this. However, often in the hot seat of the consultation, patients don't want referrals or counselling. They want to be understood and helped straight away. Clinicians feel this pressure. A method called the bathe technique, which emphasises bathing the patient in empathy, can be a very helpful way to handle situations to the benefit of patients and clinicians alike. It's going to be described in this chapter. The bathe technique was developed by a family physician who realised that many patients had troubling personal problems and upsets, but who did not need or want psychiatry or referral to other services. The bathe technique that he developed emphasises listening and empathising with the patient's situation, but also encouraging them to tackle their own problems. This avoids the clinician feeling that they have to solve everything. It's an empowering approach for patients and can be used in many other settings, including conversations with colleagues, friends or family. The approach is to explore the problem, as identified by the patient, in several distinct stages, while at all times empathising with the patient and affirming their strengths. Bathe is a mnemonic for these stages and it works like this. The clinician uses the stages to explore the patient's problems and possible solutions, mainly offering empathy and understanding rather than direct problem solving. The problem solving for non-clinical issues is left to the patients themselves. What is a non-clinical issue in this context? Clearly, I'm going to stop there for a minute because the phone's ringing. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Uh, Hi, Rebecca. Just let me um, do something for a second. Uh, uh, Sorry about that. Um, Got interrupted. I'm going to go back to um, saying 
the problem solving for non-clinical non issues is left to the patient themselves. What is a non-clinical issue in this context? Clearly, the treatment of a patient's acne is a medical issue. However, the same patient may complain of poor sleep because of anxiety about clinically unrelated problems, for example, being in arrears of rent and under threat of eviction, or conflicts with a boss at work. Both may cause distress, but are not clinical problems and cannot really be solved by the clinician, even if the patient brings them up in a consultation and even if they have consult consequences such as poor sleep. So here is the structure that clinicians can use to explore the problem, show plenty of empathy, while also empowering the patient to take responsibility for making plans to sort out their own problems. The bathe technique is mnemonic for the following stages. B is for background. Using open-ended and evocative questions to understand what the background to the problem is, the clinician can use empathic and specific comments to show the patient that they've understood their predicament and that they empathise with it. Using encouraging phrases such as go on can easily help the patient to open up about what the problems are. Active listening skills such as reflecting back or paraphrasing combined with empathic comments such as work does sound extremely stressful at the moment can also help. Open directed questions which cannot be answered with a single word but which are closed down a little bit can also help. Examples of this would be something like how did you get to the point where you were considering leaving? So after establishing the background, A is for affecting the patient. This means, how is the patient feeling about the situation? What impact is this situation having on them or on others around them? Again, use empathy to help patients feel understood and supported. Naming feelings accurately can be a source of comfort to patients because it shows that their emotional state has been understood. We have B and A. T is for what aspect is troubling you the most. This is a very helpful way to focus the conversation on something specific. It helps to direct the dialogue towards what's most important to the patient. It's quite common for patients who are struggling with several issues to say something like, there's no one thing, what's troubling me the most is there are so many problems coming all at once. An empathic comment along the lines of it seems as if being overwhelmed is the most troubling thing can often deepen rapport. Being overwhelmed can also then be identified as a specific problem which can be approached in its own right. This stage of asking what troubles you the most also helps to prioritise what should be tackled first and leads to consideration of what actions the person might take. Empathy is required throughout this. We have had B, A and T. The next stage is H, which is H is for handling, as in, how are you going to handle this? I personally never say, how are you going to handle this? Because it feels a bit American to me. But what this phrase means is, how are you going to tackle this? How are you going to deal with this? How are you going to approach this problem? So H in a way is for how. This helps the clinician to mobilise the patient's own resources and to endorse or support actions that they're taking. In the example of somebody being overwhelmed, you might say, well, how are we going to 
approach being overwhelmed and strategies like making a list of problems and doing one thing at a time might seem simple but they're very valid and practical ways to help the patient move forwards. If a patient responds with a comment such they have no idea what to do or if they say what would you do the clinician should continue to be empathic. It is hard when you're not sure what to do next while still exploring what the patient considers what their first steps might be. And asking what is the first step towards dealing with this is also a way forwards. Making a list of problems or thinking about how to tackle the most troubling problem can be useful strategies for the patient and can even be done after the consultation or at home. This can provide almost a kind of homework and if the patient is seen again, the clinician can pick up from there and say, how did you get on with doing such and such a thing? Follow-up can always be be offered and the bathe technique can be used again. We've had B, A, T and H and E is for empathy. The clinician needs to respond throughout the emotional experiences, the feelings and the relationship building elements throughout the bathe conversation. This is more empowering than just sticking to cognitive or decision-making aspects of the problem. When following up people with chronic disease or longer-term mental health issues, there is a technique related to this called the positive bathe, which can be even more helpful. And that's covered in detail in the chapter called How to Enjoy Those Patients with Really Long-Term Problems. There's more information about how to teach and learn the bathe technique in the written materials that go with this chapter, together with some written references and examples. This podcast was brought to you by NHS Professional Educators, making training available to all.